everyone, welcome to season two of Aspired Inspire. Today, I'm super excited to be able to chat with Annika Larson, co-founder of Let's Vote America, a youth voting initiative. Thank you so much for taking the time to join me today, Annika. Um, I was wondering if we could start with you introducing yourself and maybe telling us what your hobbies are. Absolutely. Hi, um, I'm Annika. Thank you, Ria, for the introduction. I am so excited to be on the podcast. I Let's see a little bit about me. Yeah, so I just graduated Oshkosh West High School. Go Wildcats. Um, but yeah, so like Rhea said, I do a lot with civic education. Um, I'm actually currently at a conference for the League of Women Voters in Denver. So that's very exciting um, to be away from home. Um, but yeah, besides that, hobbies, I love to hike. I am so excited. My family and I this summer are going out to Mount Rainier to hike. And so that's gonna be my first time out there. So love hiking, love, I don't know, hanging out with friends. I don't know if that's a very good hobby, but I, like I enjoy, I enjoy that. I, I love reading. I'm currently reading Jazz by Toni Morrison. Um, I finished Beloved a like a few months ago. And so now I'm saying Jazz, guys. If you haven't read Toni Morrison, you have to. She changes your life like, this woman is the backbone of American literature. So yeah, cannot recommend her enough. Thoughts but yeah. Song of Solomon? I have not read it. Okay, that's good because I did not like that one, which is like really unpopular okay. opinion, but. I have, yeah, I, I'm i like partway through The Bluest Eye and I need to finish that one, but that's like not her best novel, you know what I mean? Because like okay. it, what I love about Beloved and I just started jazz so is like the lack of a lobby which she talks about which is like the introduction of a book and how she just kind of like throws you right into it like there's no lobby for you to enter that like I kind of explains what's going on she just like throws you into the action um so yeah I have yeah that, that's kind of my opinion I love I'm somebody who if I don't like a book right away like throw it away so the fact that Beloved and Jazz both get right into it. I have loved The Bluest Eye. Still love it. It's Toni Morrison. Like, it's it's a classic. Awesome. Well, that's that's so good to hear a little bit about you and your interests. And of course, I'm really really excited to talk about your work with Let's Vote America today. So I know that you helped co-found the organization and that it's been really successful. And so I was wondering if you could tell me a little bit about what the organization is and sort of like what your mission is and what it's grown to be? Yeah, so we are a civic education campaign. Um, so we started in Wisconsin. Um, my friend and I were just kind of frustrated with youth voter turnout being so low and wondering like, what can we do to change this? And really like what the biggest indicator of whether somebody's gonna vote or not is if they vote, if their parents vote, if they, see that modeled growing up. So we're like, okay, so where, where, where can you emulate that in the classroom? So that's where a lot of our advocacy is focused. We do mainly legislative advocacy, um, talking about civics in school, getting voter registration drives in high schools, making sure that kids from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade are learning about the electoral system, are learning about the electoral process, how to vote, why voting is important, all that stuff. And so, yeah, that, that's been really our mission. And we've 
it's really exciting. We've grown now. We're in Texas, California, Minnesota, um, and we've we've gotten to do some really cool work with other groups as well. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's a really great cause, especially with like everything that's been happening in the past year or two. And I would love to hear more about like what like inspired you to start it. And I know you like touched on that a little bit, but like if you could talk about that a little more and like how you sort of like went about creating that vision and bringing it to life. Yeah, so um, my friend, my good friend, Simone Labilla Steffens, who's my co-founder, we were, we were actually just like sitting in a park one day, like talking about like the upcoming 2020 election and just like politics and stuff. And we kept seeing this statistic online that like 33% of like eligible youth had voted in the midterms, only 33%. And that was just kind of outrageous yeah. <laughs> to us. You know what I mean? It felt like, especially because we weren't old enough to vote like it was just frustrating not to see ourselves at the table. Um, Tammy Baldwin, who a Senator from Wisconsin, but like, I don't, I think this is a quote from her, but I, I'm not entirely sure, but like her whole thing is like, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And I feel like that's so true for youth in, in this day and age. And really for any underrepresented group is if we don't show up to the polls and if we don't, vote our our voice um we we aren't heard and we are on the menu so that that was our whole kind of mission is just frustrated with apathy and also frustrated with barriers that prevent youth from voting and the way we don't like we don't ingrain it as a civic duty in our youth you know what i mean it's not necessarily a young person's fault that they're not voting you know what i mean it's it's an issue we need to tackle as a society and ask ourselves why are our youth not voting what have we done wrong as a nation to cause our youth not to vote not just if you know what i mean it's not just on the on the individual it's a it's a large-scale problem yeah totally um how did you like so you've like identified the problem and like kind of like what inspired you to do it. How, like what were some like first steps that you took? How did you like go about like actually like creating the organization? How did that look for you? Yeah, so that was kind of the biggest challenge I think for us. And we kind of started taking it one way and veered off in another way that we found to be more effective. Um, where we actually started was making resources to be used in the classroom um, for teachers. And we'd reach out to teachers in Wisconsin. We'd re reach out to teachers' organizations. Um, like through email or like, like people that- Through email, yeah. Yeah, we'd, so that was, we started in Oshkosh and then into Wisconsin, but just letting them know that these were available and that we would love to come like speak to students, all this kind of stuff. That's, and we, we kind of just recruited from our local area, um, people to join us. So that was, that was how we kind of got started. But as we kind of worked, we realized that there are great organizations out there that like are already dedicated to this and have like way bigger platforms and way bigger budgets to like create materials organizations like iCivics um which was um started by Sandra Day O'Connor I believe and you know what I mean there are, there are so many wonderful platforms that were already doing that and so we said okay that's great where is the bigger difference we can be making we really found that in the legislature um 
and because we found that grassroots organizing was really effective. So that ended up being we would we partnered with um, different politicians from uh, Wisconsin, and we we got bills on the floor, and we're you know what I mean. We're working to get more now. I think the first one we introduced is now dead in Wisconsin, which really makes me sad, but it's okay because it's being introduced in other states and we're hoping they get through there and we're going to work really hard to get them through there. Um, but was to mandate one hour of civic education every year, K through 12. Um, so that, so that students were having that reinforced every year. So that was kind of where that legislative seed started. Um, but that's really grown. We have legislative, like I said, in all our branches, now we have legislative teams and that's kind of the main focus. So yeah, that's, I'm super excited. We've got different bills going in different states and yeah, it's a really exciting process. So how did you go about like recruiting people to join the team? Did you, did it like originally kind of like start with like a small group and then how did it like snowball into like a bigger kind of national organization? Yeah. So I, well, so I have to credit two things for this because it wasn't really me. Yeah. And one of them was, so I was part of the U.S. Senate Youth Program. Mm -hmm. um, so for those of you who don't know, the U.S. Senate Youth Program is put on by the Hearst Foundation. Um, it's a scholarship program for um, students who are interested in public service and leadership. Um, and so that, I, I met a lot of really cool people through that program who either wanted to join or knew people who were interested in joining. Um, so that was a way that we were able to expand our reach. Um, and then honestly, I think the bigger way, because these were, this is how we got our, our California and our Texas branches and our Texas branches, I think, I think it's our biggest, um, was I studied abroad last, last summer, the summer after my junior year, um, in Portugal. And I studied, I was studying world government. So I was in Lisbon studying world government with people who were also really passionate about government and public service and politics and, getting kids interested in, in voting and they saw how important that was. Um, so yeah, that, that was how I, that was how I met, met people and we were able to establish different branches and really, really get our reach out there. So yeah, I can't, I can't really, I, I wasn't, can't take all the credit for that, but um, huge thank you to all those wonderful people who a lot of people, it was them reaching out to me, but now if you want to join us, we have a new, I'm going to plug it real quick. I don't even, it's on round pier, round pier, like round and then pier, like the doc, mm -hmm. dot com, I think, or like, yeah, dot com. Go find let's vote America guys. Send us a message. We would love to work with you. Um, yeah. So that's a recruiting website. We're now on if anybody's interested in joining us. That's awesome. Thank you so much. I'll put that in like the, in the bio too. Of the thing. Yay. <laughs> um, you kind of like touched on this a little bit, but did you have any like, besides like kind of like knowing people through the programs that you did, did you have any other like help along the way? And were there any like surprises, I guess, or like setbacks that kind of like, that you like had to deal with while like putting everything on its feet? Um, I think getting started in the pandemic, I mean, everybody, I like the pandemic is, I guess, an ex blanket excuse, but I think it was difficult to kind of get people excited about doing something virtually. <laughs> um, so that was, that was certainly, I think, a challenge at first, but 
really the, the League of Women Voters has been a huge help for Let's Vote. Um, I've, I've now worked for the League of Women Voters. I am on committees with them. Um, I said earlier, that's why I'm, I'm in Denver today. Um, is for, for League, we're running a caucus about um, youth that I've got. I know you guys probably won't be able to see this. I think I took it off, but I have a vote yes for youth button with me for our caucus this weekend about um, allowing youth members of the League of Women Voters to vote in, in the League because it, it's not in accordance with their DEI policy for them to not. But yeah, the League of Women Voters has, like I said earlier, been just such a huge help for us, um, getting us on our feet, offering us a platform and resources and offering us a listening ear. They're actually how we originally got in contact with politicians were through mutual contacts in, in the League of Women Voters. So they have just, um, especially the, I, the League of Women Voters in Wisconsin, because that's where we really got started. They, they have just guided us along the way and helped us in any way they can have been so supportive. So yeah, huge thank you to the League of Women Voters of Wisconsin. That is awesome. Um, what, what are you like most proud of? If you can like, just thinking about like how the organization has grown in the past year or two and like all the things you've accomplished, what's like, what's like a highlight that you can share with us? Um, oh gosh. I think I'm just most proud of like how excited people are about this and how like how it's how, like how it's grown to watch something that like was kind of your brainchild kind of grow up and then in you know what I mean the next year or two I'll be stepping away because I'll not I'm I'll be it's mainly for high school students and I'm gonna be in college so yeah so to to kind of like it's been almost like it's a little scary to think about, but it's been so cool to to watch it grow and like watch it kind of start to walk on its own and and become an organization that's self-sustaining. So yeah, that's that's super exciting. And you're kind of like ahead of me here. I was gonna ask you like what the plans were for like let's vote in the future. Do you plan to like try to continue it or like pass it down or like put a hold on it for college or like what? what are you thinking? And it's okay if you don't have an answer to it yet, but. Well, the plan currently is to pass it down. Mm -hmm. Um, that that's kind of, we're, I think we're going to wait until I, I currently have a national board. And so the three of us are, um, I think gonna, um, wait until we, we have just more strength in numbers. As I said, join on ramp here. Um, because I, 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 we have a lot of like little things. So letting people come up and get really more familiar with the organization and how it runs on a national scale. And then, so they're able to step into the leadership positions we're currently in. So yeah, that's, that's the plan is to, to have it passed down. And I'm actually realizing that I totally forgot to mention um, something we're starting in July. We're launching um, Let's Vote AAPI so that is yeah so that's a voting it's actually it was started by um some people in our texas league um who are who are asian americans and wanted to 
start a kind of offshoot of Let's Vote that really focuses on engaging Asian American and Pacific Islander voters and getting them energized to vote, um, especially young people in those communities. So yeah, sorry, that's a that's an aside, but I totally forgot to mention it earlier because it's it's not up and running yet. It's it's in the works. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and I know we talked about like let's vote for a little while, but what are your plans for the future? Are you like attending college? And if so, what are you going to be studying? And like, what are you looking forward to? And what do you hope to get out of that experience? Um, so I am going to be headed to Dartmouth in the fall, which is perfect because I said one of my favorite hobbies is hiking. I was just about to say that like you'll be in the woods. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. In the woods, the Appalachian Trail runs through campus. They've got so much, can like they've got the Connecticut River, they've got the White Mountain or the Green Mountain. Are they, I think they're the White Mountains. They're the White Mountains. Um, the Green Mountains are in, are in Vermont. But yeah, I am so pumped. I'm going to be studying anthropology in Spanish, um, cultural anthropology. So I am, I'm really actually interested in kind of how health and gender and culture intersect mm -hmm. and kind of what that means for individuals and what that means for different people and different cultures around the world. Um, so that's really what I am kind of hoping to take my anthropology focus into. But yeah, so so that's the plan. I am um, so excited that, and then beyond that, I guess, there are a few different paths, but yeah. we can get into that later. I'll let you. <laughs> Little in the future, I think. Yeah. But yeah. No, that's so exciting. I think you're gonna love it. You'll have to like update me on how, how you. Yes. Like. I will let you know. Yeah. And I'm so excited to see like what you do and where, where you end up and. Thank you. We'll stay in touch and. I'll keep yes. Up. Yeah. But before we like wrap up. I always like ask all of my guests this question and they all have like a, something like unique to share. And so what advice do you have for any like others, younger people looking to make a positive change in their communities and who are like interested in like starting something, creating something? Um, yeah. What advice do you have? Or like um, if you'd rather answer like what advice do you wish you would have had when you were like starting it and kind of like yeah things? i think advice that i would have is do something because you're passionate about it um because i think i think a lot of people get sucked into this idea of thinking like i have to like start an organization or like do something like that to get into college and like it's not about that. You know what I mean? It's, it's about, it's, a, it's about the issue at hand and it's about like it, I think it comes across in what you're able to do and like how far you take something because it, it needs to be something you're passionate about. And something else I'll say um, is like, try to engage with, with either like groups that like have been established um, if you're, if you're trying to start out, like look for, look for a group that's maybe doing something similar, but kind of different. So for us, that was the League of, the League of Women Voters and they were a huge help to us. Um, but yeah, really, really finding, I think, support from organizations. There are coalitions of organizations, like you can see if you can get into those or like 
like I said, like, honestly, like joining, joining stuff too, is like just as effective. Like it's, I'd say it was, it's kind of really difficult <laughs> to like start something. And I'm so like, I, this isn't like, I'm not trying to say like, I feel like I haven't made an impact because I feel like I'm so proud of what I've done. And like, I feel like what we, what Let's Vote has been able to do is so valuable, but I think like it, it takes a ton of energy to like actually start something that like the impact on top of that is, you know what I mean? Like you have to start it first and like get it going and then you can make an impact. Whereas if you can join something where you can just immediately start making an impact, maybe that's the best route for you. So yeah, I'd say don't be like, feel pressured to like create something just do something you're passionate about, find something you're passionate about. If that's that, maybe that does mean starting something. Maybe that means like joining another group. Maybe that f- means going on Brown Pier and messaging let's vote. <laughs> I love it. So yeah, that's, it. <laughs> that'd be my advice. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's all I have, but yeah unless there's anything else you want to share um i think we're good and i just want to say yeah thank you so much for speaking with me today you are truly such an inspiration and a role model for young people all over the world so i can't wait thank you for having me of course yeah this was awesome and i'm really glad i got to meet you so let's stay in touch and thank you guys for listening and i'll see you next time